0: Boys, welcome back! Episode forty-two of the Review Podcast, presented by TBR Sports. We are here. It's Saturday night. We are excited to get back onto the uh, the Pickham Wave. Uh, we've been on the Pick'em Wave for a while, and we are continuing it tonight. Week two NFL picks, and we'll talk some other sports also. I'm here with Seth once again. Seth, h- how is life? Why don't we just why don't we catch up with you right now?
1: It's good. You know, we're in what I like to refer to as the religious grind season we Mm. just started the high holidays in judaism so today and tomorrow are the jewish new year and then 10 days from now is the big old don't eat for 25 hours you know that's not a fun day um so you know it's 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 exhausting i've been on my laptop you know more hours than not during the week just because you know classes and stuff are all for the most part online, but you know, we get some cool stuff. I've, I'm in a class, it's like, it's basically a photography class, um, but it's required for my major, but it's really fun. So basically, we had to do like motion shots this week, like taking yeah. photos. And I, my dorm is right on Starro Drive. So I literally just went out of my dorm walked over to Starro and was just taking photos of cars for like two That's and a sick. half hours. It was so much fun. That's a good spot yeah, to Yeah, we're be. we're chilling. How how is the life of a high school student mm-hmm. during Corona? I mean it's all right.
0: I mean it's nothing special. <laughs> um it, it, I mean it, it's going how it's going. Um I'm um, the school stuff is kind of light because we can't be in school twenty four seven. Uh, and I'm in one academic class, this like mod or whatever it's called. So it's good. I've got time to do the college stuff, which has been a grind, but I've been diligent about it. So I'm close to done with everything. And then I've got the TBR stuff, which is, it is what it is. You know, we're grinding it out. We're doing a lot. And uh, we're just, we're working, you know, we're working. Uh, We've got, everybody's working. Everybody's working. So, I'm, you know, it's it's a great time of year, and a lot of golf too. Playing a lot of golf, which is great, but but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm actually excited that we've gotten the chance because last year we didn't do this. Last year we did like podcasts every so often in the fall, and I was kind of pissed because football season's like the best season to do podcasts, and we never talked about the NFL. So I'm right. glad that we're actually going to be diligent and consistent about talking about the NFL for once, and you know college football too, and make this like a weekly occurrence. And hopefully Carp will join us. Uh, we, he's he has been the invite has been extended to Carp, uh, and we're hoping that he will accept. And uh, and come on and make his picks. He's made picks for the college football, but he hasn't actually been on the shows. He's just made the picks. So we want carp back. So carp, if you're listening, which I know that you will uh, come on next week, come, come on game day, come on the, uh, the podcast, but yeah, uh, it's Saturday night. We are, we're hanging out on Skype right now, doing the podcast. It is a great night for sports, by the way. What a what a lineup we've got it's on a packed tonight. It is packed. This is this is one of those like thank God for coronavirus moments, and you don't have too many of those. But I'm having one right now. Like never before have we had college football, NFL, U.S. Open golf, U.S. Open tennis, um, MLB baseball, like headed to the postseason, Stanley Cup Finals, NBA postseason in the semifinals, the conference finals. Every single sport is like on in the, in this, this like week. And especially right now we've got like primetime college football ranked game between Miami and Louisville. The Celtics are playing the heat, the lightning are playing the stars, Uh, there's other college football. Ooh, bad injury. Uh, there's other college football games on as well. (laughs) Sorry. I just leg went
1: (laughs) (laughs) right now. Will it has the Louisville Miami football game on right now? I'm currently (laughs) watching the Boston Miami basketball game. So we're we're going to switch over. We've got things going on here that we're like, we're paying attention. We're talking football. We're talking everything. Sorry.
0: I'm like, I'm shocked that this kid is walking off the field under his own power right now.
1: His you leg know, just like that. You know, the the leg injuries are always weird to me because I watch guys like it's like I've I tore my ACL in eighth grade, right? So like I know what it feels like to do it, and I watch people like you know Clay Thompson, you know get tear their ACL in the middle of a basketball game and then get right back up and try and like shoot free throws and be walking around and walking off, and like you see guys blow out their knees and then walk off the field and then they're like done for the season because they tore their ACL, yeah. like my knee exploded so bad that there was no way I was walking off of that field. Like it's, and obviously it's like, it's different injuries, right? Like mine was kind of severe in the fact that I had like three separate fractures and, you know, along with the tear. But like, it's just amazing to me to watch these guys like walk off the field after it's crazy. It's, it's honestly, it's crazy. But like,
0: I'm, I'm so excited. I've just got like this excited feeling right now because Sports are in full swing. We've got, we've got so much to talk about. I know Karp wants to talk about the U.S. Open. I'm not going to talk about the actual Open itself. I'll save that for Carp. I'll let him do that. I will say, though, that, that people are kind of complaining about the U.S. Open and the Masters being in the fall. I, I'm looking at it like this. This is probably the only time in history that this is going to happen where all these sports are being postponed until the fall. Why not like take, make, make the most of it. I mean the foliage, I'm a big foliage guy, the foliage at Augusta (laughs) in in November, the foliage foliage at Augusta in November is going to be phenomenal and it's going to be a great weekend. It's like right after Thanksgiving or right before I forget, it's the week before Thanksgiving. And we've got Masters Golf on. They're going to be handing out the green jacket in the middle of November, which, like, let's take advantage of that, people. All right. It's always in, like, April or whenever it is. Why don't we celebrate the one year that it is in November? And let's have fun with it. I think it's going to be a beautiful time of year to watch some
1: golf. And hopefully Tiger wins the green jacket. But I'm – nothing is – more exciting to me and I'm anticipating nothing more than listening to what car has to say about the controversy from today's action at the U S open. What was today's uh, action? So it, it, Patrick Reed's the guy that like cheated a few years ago. Right. Did and he Patrick just had a hole Reed in do one. Something
0: today. Yeah. yeah so I saw he had a hole in he, one. On
1: yeah. So Patrick, Reed. I'm just making sure I have my name straight. Patrick Reed was in. So I want to say his ball was on like the fringe, because basically there was long grass behind him, but where his ball was sitting, it didn't look like he was chipping, right? Like it was some sort of a short chip. It wasn't yeah. like a regular shot. And basically you can see on the camera, like they zoomed in on his club while he was setting up his shot. And you know how a few years back or like last year or something, he got in trouble because he was in a bunker and he like put his... um. Wedge down in the bunker and like smoothed out the area behind him. He basically did that again. He he basically did that again with the grass. No way. Yeah. So it's, um, there's a Instagram account golfers doing things. If you follow that, it was on there and you can very clearly see what he did. I'm not an expert in golf rules, but if I've seen both clips of, you know, the one when he was in the sand and the one today, and they look remarkably similar to me. So I imagine that's, you know, I, I would love to hear what Karp has to say about that, given that he's much more knowledgeable in golf than I am.
0: All right. So so I was out all day playing golf. I was watching the open all day yesterday. I didn't watch any of it today. I left Friday night. I left the, the viewership realm Friday night with Patrick Reed in the lead. He shot seven over today and is now three over and tied for 11th.
1: I I wonder if he got penalized for that then. Like, I wonder if they penalized him for doing that.
0: Damn, I was kind of rooting for him, too, because
1: Patrick Reed gets a bad
0: rap. And I follow four play golf uh, barstool sports barstool golf podcast, and they've been interviewing him each day. And I'm like, oh, this guy's kind of, you know, he's a nice guy. He's not as bad of of a guy
1: as I thought he was. So I was kind of rooting for him because he was in the lead. Holy crap. He shot seven over today. I mean, Tiger wasn't doing too hot either, wasn't he? He was, like, three over after the first round or something. I think like he missed seven, the cut. Did he?
0: T- yeah, Tiger missed the cut yesterday because he was 11 over. On oh, jeez. He was, he was terrible yesterday. And I love Tiger. He's my favorite golfer. One I'm yeah, just
1: getting goals. eaten up right now by
0: the... Yes, uh, this is a hard course, too. This is what happened. They came out in the first round on Thursday, and the course was way too easy. Like, the, the scores, Justin Thomas, touched down Louisville. The scores were... So low that they completely like changed like pin placement was ridiculously hard. The rough there is so deep. We they're allowed to do that in the middle of a
1: tournament? Just yeah. change everything. So the second
0: day they literally moved the pins to like the back corners of the green, like really tough that's pin placement. And it showed like all these guys started dropping scores or dropping strokes left and right. It was ridiculous. So that's that's like that was. What happened, and that was like my take on the whole thing. I didn't realize that Patrick Reed blew up today. That sucks. That that sucks hearing hearing that. That that's really tough to to hear, especially you know you've got one one shot at it. The good news is he's tied for 11th. So if he has a really good day tomorrow, he could make a run at it. But it looks like
1: Matthew Wolf. How many strokes back is he right now? Matthew Wolf has the lead at five under, so eight. Oh, that's yeah, that's a lot of that stuff. That's tough. You're going gonna to need to bank on, like, people blowing up, too, which yeah, can happen. Yeah, of, of course. I mean, obviously, he was, what, eight, you said he was eight over today, seven over? So, like, seven. yeah. I mean, Wolf goes, what, four, five over, and then he's five under, and boom, there's your difference. I mean, to put it into perspective, we're
0: dropping a video this weekend, TBR Tour episode one. Brownie and I scrambled, and we're six over on the front and even on the back. So, anything can happen. I don't know how that helps, but it does. Uh, <laughs> all right. But let's get into the NFL picks. Uh, I don't want to talk about college football because there were no good games on today. It was tough for me to do the live stream this morning because I was trying to make these games excited or exciting, and they just weren't. Like, BC and Duke. Okay, come on. Come on. Even yeah, Miami. Even Notre Dame would,
1: murder someone today,
0: too. Notre Dame, like, I was worried for the life of USF, I think, is who they played. So oh, is that cool. who they played? Yeah, it was it was so bad. It was it was ridiculously bad. And the uh the pit team, Pittsburgh, they're good. They're Are really they? Good. they murked Austin P last week and they beat Syracuse again today. So good for them. Well Syracuse is 0 2 now, right? Didn't they just That's get trashed by UNC, UNC last week? <laughs> Yeah, I picked them in the first week, and then I went against Syracuse today, and I was right. Probably a smart decision. If Louisville wins this game, then I swept all my picks, but it doesn't look like
1: they're going to. So my uh, so my dad's from South Bend, Indiana. Like, that's where he was born. So we're big Notre Dame football fans, which is convenient going to BU where there's, you know, we don't have a football team. But I would not be upset if in the future Notre Dame stayed in the ACC because that means that like every other year or once a year. I don't know how college football schedule works, but I would get to go see them at BC. Let's let's talk about this, too. We, uh, our
0: conversation has changed significantly in one week. Last week we were talking about Notre Dame could make it into the College Football Playoff. Now the Big Ten is back, so, right? So we're kind of eating our words now. Do you think Notre Dame still has a shot now that the Big Ten is back?
1: Well, I mean, you go undefeated. It, you're you're a a program the caliber of Notre Dame, and you go undefeated in the ACC with teams likes of, like so like it really depends on how they play against Clemson. They're gonna have like, to beat Clemson. Yeah, they. Ha- I mean, obviously they have to beat Clemson because that's the only way that they're going to – but, I mean, you end up beating Clemson, you're good. Like, that's – like, they've got to sh- – like, it- that's the thing is, is, like, as much as football and college football can be extremely predictable sometimes, like, you never know. Like, there's a- – like, the play I always think of when it comes to unpredictability, and granted, it's a rivalry game, so everything's out the window, but the short field goal – Auburn, Alabama, where yeah. Auburn took it all the way back and won the football game off the field goal return, right? Like, that was a hype moment in It's crazy, games. right? But it's like, I see moments like that, and I'm like, like, no one in their right mind would have picked Auburn to win that football game unless they went to or were currently going to Auburn at that time, right? Like, yeah. unless you are biased towards Auburn, you are not picking Auburn in that football game, and yet they managed to win. So that's what, like, especially, like, like, when you see, like, Notre Dame playing USF, right? Like, that's a pretty... I mean, they trashed them today. Like, it wasn't close. Like, you expect them to win that game. But when you have teams where it's, like, Notre Dame, who's a solid football team, and going up against Clemson, who's, like, been one of the best team, I mean, defending national champions, right? So it's like, yeah. you know, you're... That's going to be a really fun football game to watch. But if they somehow manage to win that game, that's the thing, too, is like I feel like Clemson's a good enough football team that they could lose to Notre Dame and still find their way into the playoff. It just depends on how the rest of it, you know, kind of boils down. I forget when it was, but I feel like Clemson a few years ago had a really like off year where they lost to some big teams
0: and still made it in.
1: Right. They might. I'm trying to before Trevor Lawrence got there, because Trevor Lawrence is like, what is he undefeated? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I don't think has lost the game. It was probably the Deshaun Watson era, to be yeah, honest. It must have been, oh, but no, Miami they probably yeah they probably lost back. to like two top ten teams or something, and the people were, and then they probably beat you know two or three top ten teams or something, yeah, and then ended up making it because that's how it works.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm rooting for Notre Dame to get in, especially because I think the, I, I think the college football playoff needs some variety. I think we yeah. need some new teams. We, kind we of, knocked, sick of we knocked Alabama, Alabama out this, race, this year. This past year, Alabama was not in it, and I was hype about that, right. But the Ohio State, like Oklahoma, I'm fine with them being in it because they haven't won and they had like they are yeah, not terrible. in the national championship game ever. They're just kind of like the team that you can bank on the number one seed beating. Uh, And LSU getting in, that was new. But Ohio State and Clemson, I feel like, are in it every year. We need some variety. I'd love to see
1: Notre Dame get in. I'd love to see Clemson not get in. Uh, Something like that, a little shake-up. Trevor Lawrence has lost then, right? Because didn't they lose to Joe Burrow and LSU last year? Wasn't it? What was the They lost to Ohio State. Right. See, this is why I stray away other than just saying that yeah, I root I for Notre Dame because I just don't follow college football enough. He has one loss.
0: And I was that game, I think? I don't know. They went undefeated last year until the college football
1: playoff, I think. I well, don't yeah, remember. They so they won 2019. Yeah, they lost to oh, LSU in the championship game by 17 points. The Miami guy just dropped the ball before he scored. <laughs>
0: I love it when attacks. guys do that. How do you? How do you? Oh my god! How do you do that? This game is kind of entertaining. Not even gonna lie, I'm into it right now, and I'm not even like watching. I'm just half. Oh, they called it a touchdown anyway. That sucks. Nice.
1: They just showed a replay. He he dropped that ball. Sometimes wow. I question the intelligence of these guys. Me too. The turnover chain looks sick though. They've I love that. The turnover that. chain each year. They were
0: talking. It made it took months to make, and it has like a ridiculous amount of carrots in it, and it's it like it's the state of Florida's like like outline with the U, and it's just all like plated. It's it's unreal. It's unreal. I'm an idiot for betting against Miami's defense. I don't <laughs> why. Why did I pick Louisville? I have no. That was just like a spur of the moment thing because Miami hasn't been good since like 2003. Yeah. True. Fair enough fair enough. All right. On to some things that we are good at the <laughs> NFL pick week two edition. I went nine for 12 and you went six for 12 last week. Am I, I? I believe so. Yeah. It was a tough week. I missed. I think I missed the Eagles game when they, when the Eagles got blew a 17 point lead. I missed, um, the Colts, the Colts game. We both missed the Jaguars stunned yeah. everybody and won. And then who else did we miss? Hang on, I'm pulling it up right
1: now. Oh, yeah, that's right, I made that thing. Yeah, you threw it up on the Instagram, just to shame know. me. Yeah, so we see well, you all your picks right this week, then you will right, be obviously. Finished. No, I, I, perp- I you know, I specifically commented I left room to improve, you know, right, so we you both, both uh, off mediocre and right, yeah, it's, you know, well, I can yeah. get better. as a You did team. win in fantasy, though. I did. I, there is
0: a video about that coming tomorrow morning about a recap of TBR's fantasies week 1.
1: <laughs> yeah, shout out to shout out to Yahoo's whatever engine they use to auto draft cuz it <laughs> saved me. I tried trading Carson Yahoo Wentz fantasy. for Cam Newton and it didn't work. Yahoo fantasy like they give you the matchup recap and it's kind of sick to read. Yeah. No, it's, I, I, read it's, I love fantasy now. Dude, they've done so much. Yeah. But yeah so basically we got Seahawks, Ravens, Bills, oh, right? Jackson. Then you got Raiders, And then I had picked Panthers, so you were right there. I picked Lions, you picked Bears, Bears won. Both were wrong about the Colts. I picked the Packers, and they won, and you picked Vikings. Both picked the Patriots, both picked the Eagles, and they lost to the football team. You picked the Chargers, I picked the Bengals. Uh, and the Chargers ended up winning. We both picked the Saints correctly. And then the big one that you were like super dead on about in literally <laughs> everything possible. And so you deserve the credit on the podcast was the Arizona Cardinals beating the 49ers. I felt because... so good about that pick when I made it on the
0: podcast. And when I watched Kyler Murray run the ball into the end zone to win the game, I was fired up. Yeah. More
1: fired up than I was to watch Cam Newton scores his first touchdown. Dude, nothing honest. to like watching Cam Newton play. In the Patriots offense, I've I, it's been years since I enjoyed watching football as much as I enjoyed watching the Patriots play. Like, I wish they threw the ball a little bit more. I'm not going to lie, because I would have liked to have seen—I mean, Cam yeah. threw the ball very well. I would have liked to have seen him get tested a little bit more throwing the ball. Shout yeah. out Julian Edelman for dropping the, the first drop. pass. <laughs> I think I think they
0: are going to this week. I think it was just like the run
1: was working so well. Like, right, obviously, like, I mean, you were Lico playing Miami, oh, who was yeah. like literally the worst defense in the league last year. So, yeah,
0: here's here's what I'll say. It is the first time in both of our lifetimes that the New England Patriots have a quarterback that is versatile enough and mobile enough where they can completely open up their playbook, and it is a worry for other defenses. Like before, if Tom Brady went to hand the ball off, they were either play action throwing it, or the running back was going to pound it up the middle. Now you open up your possibilities. Cam Newton could keep the ball. He could leave the ball with whoever. They could do an option play and toss it to like a third running back. They could do some screen plays, or he can just toss it deep, or he's going to just take it himself right off the snap.
1: They so showed a stat at one endless... point where they were running an option of some kind 80 percent of the time or it was play action. It was like either play action or an option 80 percent of the time. And that was like yeah. the highest since like Tom Brady, like only had two kids. Here's like... what I here's what I love about it, too. When you go back and watch the slow
0: motion replays of the options, Cam Newton's deciding in the moment whether to whether to keep it or to give it away. He held on to that ball for so long. I think it was it was in Sony Michelle's hands and he like had it, had it, had it, had it, and then snatched it back away from him and took off. And that, oh, I love it so much. Everyone is going to write this team off this year. The Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Everybody's going to write this team off. Cam Newton is gonna win MVP. They're gonna be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that's so actually,
1: that brings me to something here. So, I think we both are in the camp of Cam Newton is going. Uh, barring any injury, Cam Newton's going to be the starter for the entire season, right? Yeah, like,
0: plus, I think he'll be the starter for like the next five seasons.
1: Really, you think he can? Okay, now, I, I'm, I'm, I hope. Sure. I hope. Sure. Um, but so I. Saw this week Adam Lefko for Bleacher Report say, say that he thinks that the Patriots are going to run with Cam Newton for the first six weeks of the season and then immediately switch it up and throw Jarrett Stidham in and just throw everyone off. That's what That's he thinks they using I've Cam as a decoy, and that was, yes, it was one a of the stupidest things that I've ever The guy who threw a pick
0: six in his first NFL drive is going to come in for Cam Newton, the former NFL MVP who took a team with absolutely no offensive weapons to the Super Bowl. You're going to throw Stidham in instead of that guy. (laughs) I hate that guy on Bleacher Report. He always has the dumbest things to say. He always has the Like, I just hate it. It's always the, it's the bleacher report, like betting show or whatever, or like football yeah. show or whatever. And they always put his clips on and he's so stupid to listen to. Oh my God. I can't stand that guy. Terrible takes come to TBR sports. Cause we have hot takes and good takes. Like if you had listened to me last week, you would have been rich because the Cardinals won. That's, that's all I'm going to say. So listen to our takes without further ado. Let's get into the week Two pick them presented by TBR sports and presented by the NFL. Cause they're playing in the game. Uh First game on tap, Bears and Giants. Here's what I'm going to say about this one. So. <laughs> oh, God, first of all, this game sucks. <laughs> yes, but I like Chicago. I like this Bears team. There's something about this Bears team that gets the butterflies flying around in the stomach. And I don't know why they had a lot of drama this past week with uh, with a Rob uh, wanted right. wanted out of his contract and then wanted back in. Uh, he deleted all his posts with the bears on social media whatever and then they are like going to resign him a lot of lot of off the field drama on the field my guy mitch touchdown mitch looked real good last week against the lions i got the bears beating the giants again this week they're going to go 2 and 0 they're going to beat them 22 to 12 because the bears always play in games with really weird scores 22 12 bears are going to win they're 2 and
1: 0 yeah so you're wrong The Bears are going to win. No, I'm not. The Bears are going to win, but the score is going to be, like, 40 to 7. Really? I'll give give Saquon probably gets gets one. Saquon might, you know, I feel like Saquon's actually going to, like, do pretty well this week because after he played terrible last week, he's going to be, like, he's going to be on a revenge tour. So, like, Saquon might be a problem, but I honestly think that it's not going to be remotely close. Like it's going to be at least a 20 point victory for the bears. I feel
0: like the bears just aren't that like, like in games like this, they, they don't have a blowout potential. Right. I don't 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 think think the the bears as good as as they can the
1: giants. It's the giants. I understand.
0: Yeah, I get that. And I think the, the bears are definitely winning this game. That's what we'll agree upon, but I just don't see the bears blowing out any team ever. So that's why I have the score as a 10 point margin, but I've got bears. You've got bears. I hope everybody has bears because the giants are probably going to go like, zero and 16 this year. (laughs) Um, next game. This is actually a really good game. Um, Cowboys Falcons.
1: Yeah. How about you go first? So my thought on this is, I feel like the Cowboys had an okay week, like game last week. Like obviously, you know, they lost. Right. So it couldn't have been you know, that good. But you only lose by three. You lose to the Rams, which I mean, as much as the Rams have had their struggles ever since the 13 of three Super Bowl, like. They've still got a really solid defense. They've got some of the best secondary players in the league. They've got Aaron Donald, who's obviously always going to be a difference maker. Um, I feel like they have the talent. The one thing, though, is I think that Amari Cooper is banged up. Which, yeah, it's been. Yep. Um, it, that's definitely going to end up affecting them. So I'm picking Cowboys, but I don't think it's by a lot. I think it's less than a touchdown.
0: I 100 percent 100% agree. One thousand percent. Amari Cooper has been hurt. They're saying. He's better this week than he was last week, but we don't really know. Uh, Zeke Elliott is just going to be Zeke Elliott. Uh, Dak Prescott didn't really look that good. Um, C D T D Lamb, on the other hand, yeah, he had a real good in his NFL debut. Shout out to C D Lamb, uh, a product of the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, they they all looked like yeah, it's the Cowboys. Um, I'm hoping they can turn it around because I actually had high hopes for the Cowboys this week. This was the pick that I was wrong on last week. I think we both were wrong about We this. might have both been wrong. I, I don't think, we, think either one of us picked so, the Rams. Yeah, I think we both said Cowboys. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to hop off the Cowboys hype train just yet, mm-hmm. especially because they're playing a Falcons team that just got their daylights kicked inwards by the Seahawks last week. So right. I've got the Cowboys 24-18. So I agree that it's going to be less than a touchdown, uh, and it's going to be a bounce-back game for the Cowboys. Falcons are going to fall to 0-2. But Julio's still going to get get his thing done. Calvin Ridley's still going to get his thing done. It's kind of shocking that they uh, that Calvin Ridley and Julio played as well as they did, and that the Falcons still lost as bad as they did. Right. Kind of weird when well, so it,
1: it's defensively, well. it's the it's a defensive issue. They're the worst defense against quarterbacks at after week one. That like they, so. they just they got ripped up. I mean, I mean, it, obviously it makes sense, right? Like you're playing arguably the best quarterback in the league. Like if you want to have that, you know, discussion, I think if Russell Wilson ends up retiring without having a single MVP vote, he will be the single most underappreciated football player of all time. Yeah. No one produces year in year out. No one shows a better like no one looks better on the eye test than russell wilson without ever like getting any mvp recognition yeah it's yeah. unbelievable how underrated he is. And that was like, I loved Belichick, like <laughs> when someone just else about out, outright it. saying that he was
0: the uh, the best quarterback in the league. That was cool. Yeah, just like straight up. I was like, all right. I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, let's not, let's not beat around the bush. Russell Wilson is probably one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, if not the best. Um, But yeah, Cowboys, we both got Cowboys in this one um we're, we're we're we've agreed two times yay yay for us wild for, yeah we need to figure out how to not <laughs> agree. agree at some point it's fine as soon as carp gets on the podcast i'm sure that'll happen uh <laughs> next game lions and carp every single pick i make carp's gonna be like Seth, what are you talking about? oh every single thing i say i'm gonna be like welcome to episode 43 of the review. I'll be like no i don't think so so uh <laughs> Next one, just kidding, Carp. Don't don't like kill me for saying that. Uh next, next one. Lions and Packers. Uh, this one's pretty fairly obvious for me. Yeah. I yeah. hope it's fairly obvious for it, you, it, too. It's, it's
1: Packers, right? Like the we're... Detroit
0: Lions are gonna lose this week. The <laughs> Packers are gonna, the, the Packers looked so good last week. Uh, I was so wrong, too, about how I thought that Aaron Rodgers was gonna get benched. Yeah, that was, rip. That was rip. Wishful thinking that didn't come to fruition. Aaron Rodgers looked real good. Uh, my guy Aaron Jones, the better Aaron on the
1: Packers, got a touchdown. Uh, he's my Aaron favorite. Jones was amazing in PPR this week, and I think I still lost one of the games that I had him on my team for. <laughs> really? Yeah. He was he was he would have been trashed non PPR, which is why I'm like
0: kinda glad that TBR League is PPR. But yeah. Also, it like screwed like like it screwed Farulo this week because Carp had Saquon and Saquon rushed for like what two yards, Maybe. but, but had a ton of receptions. So Did he? And, and that's what like Farulo ended up losing by four because I think he had four receptions. That's and crazy. That's all, that's all it took. Yeah. So so yeah. But Aaron Jones, I think, is so good. He's probably my favorite NFL player. I have his jersey. Uh, I got his jersey for Christmas last year. Um, and I haven't worn it since uh, <laughs> I don't have any reason to wear a Packers jersey. I asked I'm for it. He's on my fantasy team. He's been on my fantasy team for like three years now. He's so good. And uh, yeah, he was he's good. He, he's always good for like a, a red zone touchdown. You can right. just give the ball to Aaron Jones and he'll get in the end zone, which shout out to the Packers because they have not had a good running back forever. Uh, call Eddie Lacey what you want to call Eddie, right, yeah. Not a, not a foundational running back at all. And then they struggled to find one for years following. And then Aaron Jones finally became like the guy. So shout out to Aaron Jones. Shout out to the Packers. Uh, you're going to win this week. They're going to beat the lions 33, uh, 16. A- Adrian Peterson looked, looked good in that game against the bears. He was he able, you really did. Can we talk about the kid who dropped the touchdown in the end zone for a second? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a rough – didn't he – he got Bob Menary's, uh SBTF of the week, didn't he? I'm
0: sure he did. I'm sure he did. Um, d- sucks for this kid. Uh, rookie out of Georgia. Uh, some call it running back university. Uh, and he had a wide-open touchdown in the end zone and yeah. dropped it to win the game. And I was hyped that he dropped it because I picked Bears, right. but – But, oh, my God, you had an opportunity to win the game. And the Lions are a team that are never good. Uh, You had a chance to go one and oh, and you were in the end zone. You weren't like at the 10 yard line and had a clear path and dropped it. You were inside the end zone. Your feet were on the blue paint.
1: Yeah, it's like a tough first moment as a rookie. Right. Like that's got to kill your confidence.
0: So I would have I would have posed this question, which was worse, Kareem Hunt dropping the punt or this kid. But after Kareem Hunt dropped that punt, he ran for like four thousand yards in that same game. So I think DeAndre Swift dropping the catch is way worse, uh, especially because it was game winning, too. But it's a tough way to start your NFL career, especially like having high hopes coming out of a team like a program like Georgia, where you were the guy. And look at running backs past coming out of Georgia, Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, and now Swift. So I don't know. That sucks. I don't think he'll ever live it down and he'll be out of the league in a few years.
1: Remember, you want to take the averages. That's a pretty like easy thing. Like, Isn't the average NFL career like three years? Mm. That's true. That's very
0: true. The average NFL career is like longer than my shower. I mean, shorter than my shower. <laughs> Obviously, it's longer than my shower, shorter than my shower. All right, let's move on. Uh, Colts and Vikings. We were dead wrong about the Colts last week, and we they just didn't do anything. I mean, yeah, it made for a funny Instagram clip when we talked about Philip Rivers having twenty-eight kids, but right. they didn't do anything on the field. T.Y. Hilton was non-existent. The only guy who did something was that Heinz kid, the backup running back. Right, and that was not enough to beat the Jaguars who are tanking.
1: They're tanking. Right. So. It's, 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 <laughs> we're we're going to have more of a conversation about this once we slide on down to the Saints and the Buccaneers. Yep. <laughs> um, but it is something that Beaumont Jones discussed. If you have not listened to The Right Time with Beaumont Jones, I highly suggest it. Great podcast. Very funny. He hits on a very, very important point here which I think a lot of people are overlooking. And it's just that these dudes are old. Philip Rivers is old. Tom Brady is old. Drew Brees is old. Like they're all old guys. Now, granted, like I'm kind of, I'm less worried about the performance week one of Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Like obviously the Saints beat the Buccaneers, but Breeze didn't look amazing, right? Like, no one was sitting here like, this is MVP form, Drew Breeze. Um, no. You know, I really feel like that. those two guys are guys that, like, you would think they're going to be able to, um, you know, recuperate it. But it's it's Philip Rivers. Like, he's been on crappy teams for the past 10 years, basically. So I don't – I feel like the Colts might be screwed. You might be seeing Mr. Brisket coming up.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think the Vikings are going to win this game, uh, I, no doubt. Adam Thielen sucks. That I we had the conversation too. We had the conversation too. I re, like distinctly remember saying when I was talking about the Vikings. I go, oh, I'm in, a, I'm in a situation right now where I don't know how to start Adam Thielen or not, and you told me to start him. I remember you said that Adam Thielen would be the one to start, and I didn't start him for some stupid reason right before the game. I looked and saw that Stefan Diggs was on my bench, and I was like, oh, Stefan Diggs is playing against the Jets. Why don't I start Stefan Diggs? And I did, and he played fine. PPR, he was fine. He went for like 90 yards. That's fine. Adam Thielen had like 5,000 touchdowns against the damn <laughs> Packers, and they still lost. So Adam Thielen will not be on the bench for the rest of the year on the Murray-Up <laughs> offense team. I yeah, guarantee man, you out. he will never ride I pine like ever again. I, I hate that I benched him, even though I won. I'm 1-0, but I could have won big, and I didn't. You won big. Uh, uh, Vito won big. I didn't win big. I just won. So, Dude, I, don't I know. I, I played be-
1: Vito this week. I'm not going to lie. I really that'll be, that'll be a good game. That'll be a very good game. I, I hope I beat him. I really do. I'm in two leagues with Vito right now. Mm-hmm. And I am not doing very well in the other league against Vito. His team in our league is, was
0: sick this past week. I mean, you'll all see this podcast will be out before the the recap video comes out. So uh, don't, you know, you don't know what we're talking about yet. Right. But once you see the video
1: you'll see that Vito's team was flipping unreal in week one. And I'm yeah, not well, Yahoo Sports it. says I have a 62% chance of winning this week. Shout out to uh, Austin Hooper for sucking against the Bengals. So, yeah, why'd he bench O'Dell? Oh, yeah, I love that, too. And Joe Burrow, honestly, had a pretty good week. Yeah, from he from did. From standpoint, but he also, like, he has Wilson. He has Wilson. He is like, Wilson. It makes That's sense awesome. to the start. Why
0: you know? would why'd he bench O'Dell? That makes me because he had a bad week
1: one. they were playing against the Bengals. I mean, I would have yeah, started. I don't understand. Out. I actually really don't understand that because like Tyreek Hill makes sense. Well, yeah, actually, wait, he, he's starting two wide receivers that are playing two of the best secondaries in the I would F-
0: not have started DK Metcalf.
1: No, I, I wouldn't have either.
0: Is Vito pulling pulling a rookie fantasy move here, starting the player who did well last week and benching the player who didn't do well? Is that he, what he's doing? He could. He very well could be. That unless he's playing possum with us and he has something up his sleeve here, maybe he knows something that
1: we you don't. See, now that we've said this, Stephon Gilmore is going to like roll his ankle in the first quarter, and Metcalf is going to go off for like 300 yards, 20 receptions, and four touchdowns. Vito's going to poison Stefan Gilmore before the game,
0: <laughs> <laughs> personally. <laughs> I don't that that's a head scratcher. All right, well we'll see what happens. Uh, come back for the week two recap video when uh, when we'll find out if Seth or Vito won. That's a great matchup. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I got Vikings. I'm gonna I'm gonna shock everybody here and say that this is gonna be a lot closer than people think. Twenty four twenty three. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I fine. mean, look, Vikings are coming off of a loss. And so are the Colts to one of right, the worst
0: teams in the NFL.
1: Right. But like, <laughs> here's the thing. Well, because the, the Colts, I don't have any faith in. I've any faith that I could have had in the Colts is gone. Mm. But I'm the Vikings are coming off of a loss, but I feel like they're gonna just turn it around. Like, I feel like they'll just be fine. Like, yeah, they, they, they got the weapons. I feel like their, I, their I, offense I'm not was super. Good. Yeah. Like, they, they'll. I feel like it's not. I think it's going to be at least a 10 point game. I don't think it's going to be like two points.
0: I think that the only reason I'm giving it as close of a game as I am is because I don't think the Vikings defense is very good. And I think that like Philip Rivers is going to like, I don't know, roid rage his way to 23 points and then go celebrate with his 38 kids. Yeah, that's that's the only reason why 2423
1: Vikings, though. Put up a poll on TBR once this episode goes live which at the end of the season, is Philip Rivers going to have more kids or touchdowns? That's oh, he'll I'm have thinking.
0: more touchdowns. We should do kids or wins. <laughs> kids or wins? That'd actually be funny. Because he like might not get nine wins.
1: Is this just going to be a running joke? I feel like we just have to, we have to come up with something for the rest of the year of Philip Rivers and his kids. And like, we post it each week. <laughs> yes, definitely. And 100%. I think we
0: need to, We should have him and his kids on the podcast. Yeah, sh- you know, we'd what, have Philip to make Rivers-
1: it a Zoom call, though. We
0: can't do nine people <laughs> in a Skype. <laughs> It'd have to be a big Zoom with everybody. You can't have Philip Rivers and his nine kids in a Skype call with us. That's too many people. We need a it Zoom is, webinar, people, a Zoom webinar. We'll do a Q&A with Philip Rivers and his, and his kids.
1: Yeah, t- th- throw this clip up on the TBR Insta on the story and tag Philip Rivers in it. I will. I'll, I'll
0: figure out how to get to Phil. Trust me. I'll get to him. Trust. I I have my ways. I'll get to him. (laughs) Um. Next one. (laughs) This game sucks too. (laughs) Bills and dolphins. Oh yeah. This game is, what the hell? Why are there so many bad games this week? Bills are going to win 27, 13. Yeah.
1: Bills are going to win 35, 12.
0: Okay. the only reason I say that is because they played the Jets last week and didn't blow the Jets out. So I don't think they're going to blow the Dolphins
1: out either. I mean, I guess I don't know. The Dolphins, I just think, are worse than the Jets. I'm not going to like really their their defense looked like crap last week. Like you're playing a Patriots team that like like granted, the Patriots have a bunch of talent on that offense now, but wide receivers aren't great for the patriots right like they they're just they're not super impressive to me and i think that generally speaking I, like i mean what they added van noy in the off season that was a pretty big addition for them yeah. i think But other than that, their defense is pretty much the same as it was last year when they were the worst defense in the NFL. The Bills are going to be jockeying with the Patriots for first and second in the AFC East. I think that the Bills are going to show up and blow them out. And this is a Bills team that, you know, I'm not super high on Josh Allen. I think that he does look pretty good. So far, but he's also got more weapons now than he's ever had. Right. Like Stefan Diggs changes the dynamic of that offense. Completely. And so I, I think that's why they're going to be able to blow out teams like the Dolphins. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills only had one loss in the division this year and that came in one of their two games against the Patriots.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the the consensus or the bottom line is that there's no way the Dolphins win this game. By how much or, or you know how big the margin is, uh, only time will tell. But Bills are going to win this game. Have we disagreed yet? No, I was happen? just going to say we haven't disagreed. <laughs> we will, but these games all suck. So they do. It's brutal. Next game, let's check in on our friends from New York, the Jets. Jets, they're playing against the O and one. 49ers and it feels good to say that they're 0 1 because the Cardinals beat them last week. The Cardinals hype train is rolling, baby, and we'll get to the Cardinals a little bit later in the episode. 49ers are looking for revenge. Yes, and they're the Jets are just the <laughs> this is this is this is what it is. Uh, have you seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I've heard clips from it, but I've never okay. actually seen sure. it. Sure. So they, Spicoli and the kid, I don't, I don't know all the names. I've, it's been a while since I've seen it. Spicoli and, and the kid, they crashed the kid, the kid's older brother's car. I think the kid's older brother's name is Lawrence or something. Uh, and he's on the football team and he's like big, you know, it's played by Forrest Whitaker, but Forrest Whitaker in his heyday. So, yeah. so they crash his car and they're like, damn, how are we going to like do it? And Spicoli's like, I'll fix it, whatever. And he's like, my brother's going to kill us. And there's a funny line where he's like, my brother's going to kill us. And, and then. He's like, he's, he's going to shit on us. And then Spicoli's like, well, which is it? Is he going to kill us or is he going to shit on us? Funny, funny line. Go, go watch the movie. Great movie. Um, this is this is what they did with the car when they wrecked it was they painted like, you know, the the rival high school's logo on it and smashed it all up. So it looked like the rival high school football team did it. Ah. So the kid got all mad. And he came out and he just beat up on a group of innocent high school football players. Love that. Those are the Jets this week. The Jets are just caught in the line of fire. They are going to be the innocent, didn't do anything wrong football team that is just caught in the way of a mad 49ers team looking for revenge. And the 49ers are going to hang some points on them. I think the 49ers are going to go over 40 points. I put 42-21 that's a generous 21 points for the Jets. Um, I think they'll probably get like some some um, charity touchdowns here and there. I've got the 49ers winning this game so easily that it's not even close.
1: If there was a single game where picking the 49ers was a bad option or picking the team that you thought should win the game this week was a bad option, I should say. It'd be this one. I think that based on the way the 49ers looked last week against the Cardinals and the fact that George Kittle's not playing, right? He's out this week. Yeah. So I, I think that – So for, let me make it clear. I'm picking the 49ers because I'm not – Good, meeting. good. But, <laughs> but if there was a game for the Jets to upset someone, it would be this game. I think that there's too many things aligning right now for it to be like – any other game, there's no way the Jets are going to be in a better position to upset a team that like is going to probably make the playoffs. I that's my I,
0: I, I agree with that. And I and I see what you're what you're doing. Um, you're picking the 49ers because that is the the obvious choice. But you are playing the Skip Bayless in this situation right yeah. now and trying to make a case for the Jets. That case is not there and the jets for <laughs> the jets if they play if they play this game 25 times the jets would lose 25 times there's no chance the jets are going to beat the 49ers and if the jets come out and beat the 49ers tomorrow everyone come at me in my dms because it's not going to happen it's not going <laughs> to happen <laughs> i i'm so confident that the jets will not beat the 49ers that i will shave both my eyebrows off <laughs> this game because it's not going to happen. What else do you want me to wager? I'll get a tattoo. I'll jump out of an airplane and go skydiving. It's not going to happen. The, the New York jets, the New York football jets are not going to Ew. Be Ew. Be San Francisco Ew. football. 49ers. Jimmy G is going to throw for eight touchdowns tomorrow. End of story. Okay. Before we continue, I guess football jets. Kind, well, because there's hockey jets.
1: Right, but here's so here's the thing. You know why they say the New York Football Giants, right? Because it used to be the New York Baseball Giants. Right, exactly. Right, so but like, it
0: isn't anymore. <laughs>
1: right, but it's they also like say they it. say the New York Football Giants because like there's still a Giants team that's non-football. And I guess there is a Jets team. There's no 49ers team that isn't football. Don't call them the football 49ers. <laughs> Too bad. There is now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, gonna,
0: I'm going to – I'm going to – but buy a baseball team. I'm right. gonna here. I'm gonna buy the Texas Rangers and we're relocating to I don't know. We're relocating to a Idaho. state that was sure, Idaho. The Idaho 49ers are the newest MLB expansion team. Or not expansion team, relocation team. That's oh, yeah. my next task is to buy the Rangers.
1: Uh because yeah, the Rangers are so irrelevant, it's not even funny um next game get a super nice new ballpark that's hosting the world series but
0: yeah i was actually down in dallas not too long ago i got to see it
1: Um, yeah i haven't seen the new i saw the construction on the new one i went to the so the summer what summer was that it it wasn't last summer it might have been two summers ago i was there at the nice.
0: now old ballpark. Yeah, I got to see Bolt because I went to AT&T Stadium, to the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. And it's like, right, all, I did that. Too. All right did you get to throw on the field? No, when, I'm not as cool as you. Sorry.
1: No, I didn't get to do that. Oh. I didn't get to do it when I went. They were changing over the turf. So we didn't oh, really? get on the field. I didn't so, even like tour the stadium. I just went to the store and I
0: got oh. a, I got a um, Deion Sanders jersey and left. Nice. <laughs> we, we
1: toured the city. It's actually it's a beautiful stadium. Yeah. It like from the outside shout out Jerry Jones for spending a billion dollars on the stadium and somehow managing to make the Steinbrenners look just God awful. They all hate his guts
0: down there. Do they really? Oh, we were every Uber we got in. They were like, they're like, Oh, you want you Patriots fans? we were like, yeah, you guys Cowboys fans are like, yeah, but we hate Jerry Jones. I don't know why they all hate him. I think it's cause like, I think he's like, Changed everything about Dallas. I think like yeah, I probably. think he's like they, they call it Jerry World or whatever, which right. is at and Stadium. Because I went to the Winter Classic when I was in Dallas. And it oh, was hey. a co- it was at Cotton Bowl Stadium. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And they were like everyone there was trashing on him at Cotton Bowl Stadium. Crazy. They're like, I remember when the Cowboys used to play here. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That was my, it, best. It, it's
1: a beautiful stadium. And so like the new Yankee stadium, they spent a billion dollars on. And I feel like you could have done the same stadium for way less money. Whereas like AT&T stadium is like you spend a billion dollars and it feels like you're walking around in a billion dollar building. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so nice. The whole thing is so nice. Yeah. I agree.
0: I I I agree. All right. Next game on the agenda. This one we might have some discrepancy on. And this game I, like I'm really
1: torn. Eagles and Rams. Okay. You go first. Um Rams. Screw Carson Wentz, bro. Screw Carson Wentz. Like Carson Wentz <laughs> is the single like I don't know if there's another guy that has had the highest highs and the lowest lows like he has <laughs> had.
0: Like well, according to the Bears head coach, Mitchell Trubisky has had
1: some highs and a lot of <laughs> lows. <laughs> I love that clip. That's Great funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, how do you say that about your starting quarterback? But no, it's but, yeah. just, dude. How do you, how do you lose to Washington? That was so like, embarrassing. Come on, and the things looked like crap too. Yeah. Like we we discussed last week, how we really hope Alex Smith doesn't see the field for the sake of his like leg, like yeah, for his Twizzler. Yeah, we, we we might be seeing some Twizzler action, bro. Like We're it could happen. It could happen.
0: <laughs> We're definitely gonna see a Twizzler out there. I mean, once again, I'll just PSA, Alex Smith, take it easy, man. Just you don't have, you don't have to prove a point. We all saw it. We all know what your leg looked like. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a miracle that you're still alive. Right. It's, it's a miracle that you still have one of those things. So just leave it at that. Play Madden. Create yourself in Madden and do a career mode. Maybe hey. that's how you can live out your dream. Come to T B R. Have you tried TBR? Work at TBR. That's what you should do. That that's 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 yeah. what I think
1: you should that do. That sounds like a really good idea to me. Oh. Not gonna lie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you're picking you're picking the uh you're picking the uh Los Angeles used napkins. Yes. Okay. Um,
1: First of all, that reference. I hate their uniforms. I hate their uniforms. Yeah, they're I don't mind the gray uppers, but I don't like any of it. I don't. I don't. I dislike. First of all, they're the Chargers. Second of
0: all, (laughs) they look like they're wearing smocks. Third of all, the color of the gray isn't gray enough. To be like, oh, those are cool gray jerseys. But they aren't white enough to be like nice white jerseys. Right, They look like used napkins. I guess that's fair. They're wearing used napkins with like paint on them. Also, shout out, it
1: was like Eric Dickerson who said that the logo looks like a flaccid penis, and he's not wrong. Dude, it (laughs)
0: looks like a banana. I'm not. (laughs) it, It looks like a banana. This is the uniform. They've got bananas on their helmets, which are like the same logo as the Chargers, same colorway. They're wearing used napkins that look like smocks, and their, their numbers look like a, a five-year-old just took a paintbrush and painted the numbers yeah. on. And they, it looks so depressing. Everything about it just makes me depressed, and that's why I'm picking the Eagles this week. Eagles. Eagles. Are
1: you misspelt it? Nothing would have been funnier than you misspelling Eagles.
0: I don't misspell words, Seth. I was in the spelling bee in 6th grade. Wow, okay. I didn't win. Don't know how I even made it. Well, I'm a good English student. I'm a good speller, but I don't know how I made it in. There were some hardos in there. Some kids who like who like knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was just like I was just there. I was like I was like the outlier. I was I was like the, the wild card speller. I was like, oh, he yeah. can spell some words. And I went deep, but I didn't win the whole thing. Tough. Right. And I was pissed too because the winner got an interview with the local paper. And I saw him getting his interview after I got eliminated. And I was like, damn it. Should have been me. Would <laughs> have gotten all the
1: chicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got Eagles 30 to 26. I agree on the score, actually. Like, I feel like that's, it's going to be, it's going to be a four point game. I think that's like, that's super accurate. I think, I still think it's the Rams winning, but it's, I feel like a four point game is definitely. I I did like, I did that. I went back and
0: forth for a while while I was eating my cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. I went back and forth and I flip flopped. I already had 30 26 written down and I flip flopped the teams like seven times. I'm going with Eagles because of a few factors. One, I can't stand the Rams' jerseys. Two, the Eagles. Blew the like the worst lead against the worst team in the NFL last week. Mm. They're back at home this week at Lincoln Financial. They've got a good opportunity for a good competitive football game. And they've got a good opportunity for a good competitive football win. And I think they're going to do it. And I wouldn't be shocked if you saw some Jalen Hurts this
1: week, too. I've got the Eagles by four and you have the Rams by four. Yes. Mm -hmm. See, here's the most important question, though. What type of cheesecake did you get from the Cheesecake Factory? Oreo Dream cheesecake. It's a good one. That's a good one. I, yeah. I personally am a big. I really like the Godiva one, the Godiva mm-hmm. like chocolate one. Yeah. And then they have got like the I don't know what the name of it is, but it's like the caramel one. That that's one's good really too. good. I love carrot like caramel on cheesecake is like oh icing on the yes. cake. Yes. Uh, I love
0: cheesecake. Cheesecake is my favorite dessert. So that's why I was at the Cheesecake Factory at nine,
1: nine. o'clock on a Saturday night. I mean, uh, how, how is that not like they're where else would it be? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: All right, next game Steelers and Broncos. I love Drew Locke. Uh, I love that he knows the word to every rap song ever. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos just aren't good. Uh, yeah. The Steelers are going to win this game by 14 28 14 Steelers. Steelers aren't yeah. that impressive, but they're going to beat the Broncos. Man, I'll just say this. The primetime games, Sunday night football, or I called it Sunday night snooze fest last week, Monday night football and Thursday night football this week, all were terrible games. Yeah. I was up on Monday night watching um, the Titans and Broncos game just because I had Derek Henry in fantasy. That was a tough game to watch. That was really like I had to muster my way through watching that game, which is hard for me to do because I genuinely love watching sports. It was like a struggle to watch that game. I had to keep telling myself, I'm like, all right, five more minutes, two more minutes. It was the most boring game ever. The Titans didn't show up. The Broncos didn't show up. They haven't shown up. They're going to lose. They're going to
1: be Owen two. Yeah, I agree. I think Ben Roethlisberger looked really good last week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. like, like for an older guy, for an older guy, I feel like he looked pretty good. And so I th- I think that the Steelers are honestly like, I didn't expect them to be good coming into the season, but they could very easily come out of that division on top. Who did they For, like at have? At least in the wild card. Juju and who? <laughs> I, I don't know, but they just seem to play really well. Their defense is good, too, because they've got they've got Watt. They've got... um Yeah, TJ Watt's a beast. Who else is on the team? I feel like their secondary is good, but I don't know anyone on the team. I don't know. They just, they looked good. I'm not going to lie. Like every, every highlight I saw just seemed like they were trashing and it, they just looked good.
0: They trashed, they played the New York football giants, correct?
1: Yeah. I guess that's <laughs> fair. Yeah. We all rescind them being good. They played no. the Giants, but like, I'm still not changing my pick. It's They're definitely winning. I'm not and changing still, my pick. I still see. think that Ben Roethlisberger looked good. Cause I think that's one of those things where it's like, I feel like, coming off of the elbow surgery his arm looked good like it felt like he was making good accurate passes and it felt like he had a decent amount of steam on his throws
0: yeah granted
1: i'm not like i have zero faith in the Giants' secondary but like i felt like he looked good for someone coming off of elbow surgery and who has been in the league for Lord knows how long.
0: Yeah. When when I'm thinking about this game, I feel like this could this could go either way. Like it's not supposed to go either way. I think the Steelers are the favorites, but I feel like like it could go either way. But I'm not changing my pick. I'm picking the Steelers still. Uh by 14 points. Yeah. Sure. Next next game. Let's talk this is this is going to open up the the Brady discussion. Buccaneers and Panthers. I'll I'll give my opening statement about how I feel. First of all, I was right, so screw all of you, uh, <laughs> especially especially Carp, who was trying to convince me mid game that Tom Brady is still the same guy as he yeah. was throwing a pick six. Literally, I oh, loved- he, he's the same guy as he was last year. Right, that's why I said to Carp, and Carp's like, oh, he's still a winner. And as he texted me that pick six, deep six. Tom Brady throws a pick six and the saints DB runs it back. And I text them like still the same guy, question mark, laughing emoji. Haven't talked to carp since. So, uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, so first of all, screw all of you. I was right. We were right. Um, I think a lot of people in the universe have BDS right now. Brady derangement syndrome. I think, (laughs) I think that they think he's, he's been a lot better than he has in the past five years. Um, which he hasn't, uh, I don't know why they think well, he's going to Tampa five Bay. Years,
1: I think is a stretch, but any Patriots yeah. fan that watched more than three games last year could tell you that he looked awful all year long. Yes. Last year was very bad.
0: The year <laughs> before that, I feel like this, that as, when I say last five years, I feel like that's how the last five years started out with Brady playing like ass and everyone like, oh, he's trash. We need to, he needs to retire. And then he turns it on in the playoffs, which was just. Right. That's Tom Brady. Uh, he won't get to the playoffs this year, so he won't have that opportunity to do so. But, Wild. But, but if you are out there right now and you have BDS, shame on you. Shame on you. Because this bucket team is not good. And they proved it to us. Not only was Brady not good, Brady will turn good eventually. I'm not saying that he's going to be consistently trash for the rest of the year. I know that Tom Brady is Tom Brady and that Tom Brady is going to turn it on and he's going to play some good games. The Buccaneers are not a good team. Get that through your heads. They're not good. They they signed Rob Gronkowski as a PR stunt. He, did, he didn't play. He didn't play at all. He he caught one pass for, like, negative yards. He didn't play. Mike Evans caught, like, two passes for, like, four yards. Godwin, nowhere to be found. Do do, do I – need I say more? Leonard Fournette, third string running back. Need I say more? This Buccaneers team is terrible. Bruce Arians is not a good coach. I think that Bruce Arians has this, like, falsified, like – I don't know. People look at Bruce Arians and they're like, oh, he's a great coach. He's, the, he's quarterback. the quarterback guru. He's the quarterback whisperer, whatever. No, he's not. Who do you have? Carson Palmer. Oh my God. Carson Palmer. No trash. Tom Brady, trash. James Winston, trash. They're all trash. Everybody's trash. And the Buccaneers are trash. They're going to be like 500 this year. That being said, they're going to beat the Panthers this this week. But take, take what I said and apply it to next week. They'll win this week. And I'm only saying that they're going to win this week because I love being right. I love it. It's the best thing in the world. It's the best feeling in the world to be right. And, uh, and they're going to win this game. I can't sit here with a straight face and tell you that the Panthers are going to beat the Buccaneers. Run CMC is a beast. I can't name you another Panthers player other than Christian McCaffrey. So there you have it. The Bucs are going to win this week. Revenge tour for Tom Brady. And then they're going to go back to their losing ways. But I've got the Bucs 34-23. So
1: uh I I understand that you can't say that the Panthers are gonna win this week with a straight face, but I can. The Carolina Panthers are beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers you're, this you're week. You're
0: just you're just you're just doing this. You're just <laughs> playing devil's advocate for the no, sake no, no. of playing devil's advocate.
1: Okay, maybe a little bit, but this is also like I don't know a huge amount about either one of these teams, but I think that Teddy Bridgewater has some magic in him. And right. for that reason and that reason only, the combination of Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey, who I did take number 1 overall in one of my fantasy drafts, I believe they will beat the Buccaneers this week and I can't wait for it to happen. I hope it happens, um but it's just not going to. They
0: they they couldn't even beat the the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders. And the who do the Raiders have? Derek Carr. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, it they were carried by Josh Jacobs that was that was it they don't have a uh, Darren Waller's a good tight end too
1: yada yada yada, yeah, yada. Good tight end. you know the yay big yay highway they've also got um uh rugs rugs looked pretty good Did i he? thought. yeah okay whatever i mean like this is what we like pr- pr- to call pretty, pretty good for a week 1 rookie receiver
0: the raiders are what we like to call par for the course yeah. they're just there they need better execution according to john Gruden. john Gruden. Great, great guy, great guy. Yeah. I'd love to have him on the podcast. Absolute character. Uh, but, but the Buccaneers are going to win this game. Uh, I'm sorry, but, but they are. Uh, you think? I, I think Tom Brady is going to come out and actually play well for once. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to be like, you know, on the sidelines doing nothing. Um, now we, now we know why the Buccaneers signed him for for the for the money for the money.
1: That's why they signed. Speaking of Rob Gronkowski, have you seen the Rob Gronkowski Manscaped commercial? Yes. It's on YouTube all the time. Nothing is more scarring to me than that commercial.
0: Yeah, and it's too bad because Manscaped has actually had some funny commercials in the past. I know. They have. The one with the talking bush gets me every time. <laughs> I love that one. That's, that's a funny commercial. No, but Rob Gronkowski flopped big time. Yeah, that's
1: that's such a weird, such a weird commercial. So you got Panthers? I do have Panthers. I officially have Panthers. Right, I'm doubling so, down. So on Seth that. isn't Seth isn't going
0: undefeated on his picks this week. I
1: mean, I wasn't going to go undefeated on my picks anyway, so I'm who knows as well what. Have
0: a what if the one pick you get wrong is Panthers? I I would I would be,
1: I'd be okay with that. If I go 11 really? and 12, if I go 11 and 12, and the one pick I get wrong is the Panthers, I'm okay with that. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. <laughs>
0: All right, next Titans and Jaguars This game sucks, too. What is up with week two in the NFL? Give me some juicy games. Titans by 20. I got Titans 2118. <laughs> I,
1: ja- I think the Jaguars are just going to fall apart. I think they wasted all of their energy on week one.
0: They're going to fall apart eventually. Not against the Titans, because I don't think the Titans are that good either.
1: Derek Henry will run. Yeah, for- but that's what we saw last year. And then they beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Right. But the Patriots weren't that good either. I guess that's fair, but like still, like they didn't they, actually. They won two games. Didn't yeah, they upset the two Ravens. Teams? Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like they, I tell you, man, Mike Vrabel's got something going on down there. He I does. don't know what, Listen, but it's something.
0: Derrick Henry's the best running back in the NFL. Prove me wrong right now.
1: I think Christian McCaffrey's better, but uh, Derrick Henry from a pure running standpoint, I would agree with you. Running back, yeah, yeah, just running back, not player to play
0: the position of running back, just running back, the back who runs. Uh, Derek Henry had an off week last week and rushed for 116 yards. Yeah. The longest rush that he snapped off, they said was like 13 yards. That was his longest rush of the game. 13 yards. Imagine what he can do against a team like the Jaguars. He's going to tear it up, but the pass game just isn't there. And what's his face? AJ Brown, their receiver is out this week. So they're going to have to rely on Corey Davis and um, is Humphreys. Adam Humphreys plays for the Titans, right? I think he does. Uh, I don't know who that is, so I couldn't to, tell you. <laughs> he used to play for the Buccaneers. He's like Julian Edelman Point uh, five. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah, so I think they're going to rely on the run game, and that's why they're only going to get 21 points. Uh, 21-18 Titans. Kind of a boring game. Yep. Next game. Cardinals hype train, baby. They're winning. Yes, congratulations. Hold well on. Congratulations, Arizona. You are two and zero. Oh. You are playing against a team that has no name. Yes. You're gonna win. Yep. I called.
1: think that's all we need to discuss here. You I think are we can move H-L-E-S, on to the
0: LES Eagles, and you're not gonna blow a 17 point lead. You have right. Kyler Murray. You have DeAndre Hopkins. You're gonna win this game. 24-9. That's my pick.
1: I don't like the nine that makes me uncomfortable, but I agree that the Cardinals are winning three field goals. If that makes it any better. No, I, I know. I just, I don't like, like, like how often do you really see a nine?
0: Uh, not that often, but when you're playing against a team that has no name, anything's possible.
1: Yeah, I guess that's fair. You know, who isn't going to score nine points on just field goals, the Titans. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Steven Gaskowski for being absolute <laughs> dog shit last week and just so, getting the game winner.
0: I know he was the Georgia tech kicker. He when, did, the- when did they sign him? I have no I, idea. I, didn't I genuinely say. didn't know that he had a job. I didn't either. You made the joke that the lions were the Patriots. The Titans are kind of the Patriots too. Well,
1: I mean, <laughs> that's you got to, they're basically the same like program you have. Like, Rabel never coached for the Patriots, but he played for the Patriots. Patricia coached for the Patriots, right? Like, and they just both are getting Patriot guys because they both played in that system. So they both know that it, like, works. Yeah. Which is my other thing that I have to say, actually, going back to the Buccaneers and I'm thinking about it. Bruce Arians said in a press conference that during practice, Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady. Yeah,
0: he trashed him. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Do you think that was right
1: for him to trash him in the media? Well, here's my thing. Half the reason why we kept hearing that Brady wanted to leave New England was because Belichick treated him like another guy. Like Belichick didn't treat him like the greatest of all time. He just treated him like he was a regular football player. So if I'm Bruce Arians and I've got Tom Brady on a one-year deal, right? He's on a one-year deal, right? Um, No, I think he's on a multiple-year deal. Is it? Yeah.
0: Hang on. I've, I Maybe don't know. it's two years? I think, I think it's multiple. I'm pretty sure. It's a two-year deal.
1: It's a two-year two, two, deal. Okay. Two year. I've only got him for two years. Like, come on. I am not going to trash Tom Brady at every chance. There's just not who, like, I get that he was trying to explain that it was like, he was probably, and also that's out of context, right? Like, I don't know what the exact context of that quote was, but like. You had it, you, you had you had it right. That was, the context was he was trashing him. <laughs> But it was just like, I don't know, I feel like that's not, like, if he left New England because he was treated, being treated like a regular player and then is getting treated like a regular player in Tampa, like, what are we talking about here?
0: Yeah, well, listen, Bruce Arians found out the hard way what Patriots fans and the Patriots organization have known for the past few years. Tom Brady is a big investment. Bruce Arians went to Target and he picked up a new Tom Brady. And he went home with it and he threw away the receipt and he's not happy with it. And guess what? You can't return it because you bought it and you paid $25 million for it. And now you're stuck with it. And you're complaining about it and you're stuck with it. And guess what? Bill Belichick went to the thrift store and got Cam Newton for free. And he loves Cam Newton. It's great, it's all good. It's all relative. And Tom Brady is down in Tampa Bay soaking in the sun, doing the TB12 method, kissing his kids on the lips. <laughs> and he's getting paid $25 million to suck. Do you think he cares if the Buccaneers win? No, he doesn't care. Bruce Arians cares. Bruce Arians realizes now that this is the biggest PR stunt in the history of the NFL. This, is, this was a publicity stunt to gain clout and to gain attention and to try and make some sort of buzz out of a situation that has no buzz around it. The Patriots are going to quietly be the best team in the AFC East. The Buccaneers are going to loudly be the worst
1: team in the NFC. Period. (laughs) Period. Well, no, second worst. Come on. The Giants still exist.
0: Eh, You were, you were pretty high on the Giants earlier. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah, that, that's how I feel about uh, that's how I feel about this situation. They can't return Tom Brady, and they want to. They want Jameis Winston back. Jameis Winston led the NFL in touchdowns. He also led the NFL in interceptions. But he, but he got LASIK. But he got LASIK. <laughs> yeah, so we don't know. We don't know. We don't I mean, know. He's backing up Drew Brees forever, but but we don't know. You never know when uh, <laughs> when FSU Jameis may pop out of his shell again. Yeah, no kidding. All right, next game. This game's actually exciting. Thank God, Ravens. Texans. Here's my take on the Texans. Uh, actually, here's my take on both teams now that I think about it. I said this last week about the Ravens. I think these are two fraud offenses. I think they're way overhyped, and I think that they, they aren't built to last in the NFL. And I think it makes for a great matchup. I got the Ravens winning this one just because they're the Ravens. Uh, I think the Texans uh, – and, and tell me if I'm wrong. The Texans are like a team where you're like, why are they in the wild card? Like, why are they why are they in the
1: playoffs? You know?
0: I feel like the Texans no, I mean, last year are automatically question, in my right? mind they had one of not the best good.
1: wide receivers in the NFL, but now they no, don't. And so Bill O'Brien's so. just running that team into the ground. Even so, their offense was not good. And I feel like no. they always choke in big games.
0: And they did against the Bills. They did not play well. They're one of those teams where it's like they're like big because of the big name and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, and JJ Watt on defense. But like like I don't think the Texans are that good. I don't either, and I no, think they're, they're going to start the season 0 and 2. The Ravens are going to win 35
1: 31. Yeah, no, the Ravens are winning this game, and it's not going to be close. I don't, I don't think it's going to be close. You, what? Give me a score. Give me a score here. Uh,
0: 35 uh, 14.
1: Okay, fair enough. We both have them putting up 35.
0: I I totally, 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 totally. See, I feel
1: like – like I just – I don't think they're going to drop 40 week two. I just don't. I don't think that's a, like, realistic guess. But I feel like they're definitely going to put up a lot of points. And so for that reason only. Yeah, I I, I, I totally get that. What do we got, Um, three games left? We got two. I'm not doing
0: doing Monday night games. Right. Um, Chiefs and Chargers. Oh, and by the way, I did not include the Sunday night game in our picks last week. Uh, I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't. Um, Chiefs and Chargers. Do we even need to talk about this? Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 48-27 is my my score. Um, Yeah, that's it. All right. I'm not even going to dignify this game with giving it a score. (laughs) No, the Chiefs are going to win, and they're going to be 2-0. All right. The only reason I'm doing the Sunday night game is because our team is in it, and it's the best game of the week. Right. Um. The Sunday snooze fest last week absolutely flopped. The the Cowboys game sucked. It was so boring mm-hmm. to watch, it, especially the colors on the screen. The Rams uniforms mixed with the, the indoor, uh, in the indoor. Uh, what do you call it? Um, what what are those things called? Stadiums. Stadiums. The indoor stadium. That the Cowboys play in. It was a very depressing game. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is a great game. Seahawks and um, Seahawks and Patriots. Uh, very, very, like, could go either way. I think we both know who we're picking. But I think we need to make the argument for both sides. I'm picking the Patriots. I forget what the score was. Um, 30, 30 to 28 Patriots. Two-point victory.
1: So... I feel like my answer is coming from bias. That's what I thought, too. about. Mine. And I'm picking New England. Good. But here's why. New England, I think, is a bad rushing defense. I'm not super high on their rushing defense. But the Seahawks are also in the bottom third of the NFL in rushing after the first week. And to be honest with you, the rushing attack doesn't really scare me at all. Anyway, No, there's still Pete Carroll
0: still establishing the run from six years ago.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I think that the one way that you really affect the Patriots in a football game is by running the ball. And I don't see the Seahawks as being able to do that. And I think that You know, as good of a quarterback that Russell Wilson is, I think that the Patriots secondary is so solid that they're just you're not going to have open receivers. I just I don't think you're going to. And Seattle's defense is a shell of the legion of boom. Like they're still good, I think. Like they're still going to be one of the better defenses in the league by the time the season's over. Like they'll be top half, but they're nowhere near the terrifying defense that they used to be. And so I, I think that the Patriots are going to end up pulling this out and when they do I think people are going to start taking the Patriots extremely seriously.
0: Yeah, uh here's what here's what I think. I think that Bill Belichick's a smart guy. Josh McDaniels is a smart guy. We probably saw the Patriots at 30% last week. I think they're playing their cards very close to the vest this season with Cam Newton especially because he's so versatile. He is a dual threat. I'd even go on to say a quad threat quarterback. You just never know what kind of play you're going to get from him. And he didn't throw the ball that much either. I think this game calls for a shootout and it, you can't just run the ball on the Seahawks. You can't just do the option plays all the time. He's going to need to, to put the ball in the air and people were people on Instagram. By the way, I got into it. I got into it with this guy on Instagram who is trying to say like, oh, congrats, you know, we beat like a bad team. Like, why are we celebrating? We beat a bad team. Those are the same people who, if they lost that game, would have been like, oh, the Patriots suck. Oh, we're going to, you know, we're not going to make the playoffs or whatever. Uh. A win's a win in my book. I don't care how you get it. If you win the game, you're 1-0. There's only 16 of them. This isn't the MLB. This is you're not playing. You're not playing in 962 game season. You have 16 games, one game a week. If you win, that's a win. That's 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 all that it is. There's no if and so why how woozy flazy about it. If you win, you got the win. So I was proud of the Patriots because they looked good. Cam Newton looked good. I think we saw 30% of the offense last week. I think you're going to see it ramp up this week. I think we're going to shell shock the Seahawks in the first quarter and jump out to like a 14, nothing lead like early on. And then I think the game is going to kind of level out. I've got them winning 30 to 28. I think this new England offense is going to come alive. Pete Carroll is an absolute quack. He (laughs) (laughs) He reminds me of Kermit the frog for some reason. And I don't know how. But he just does. And I don't know why I draw that comparison, but he just does. He's got the same build. They've got the same build. You know, they've, just, they, they've got the same physique. Uh, he's still establishing the run game from 2014. He is just he's just I love Pete Carroll because he looks like he's having a great time 24-7. Uh, but, <laughs> but they're not going to win this football game tomorrow. Uh, I've got Patriots by two. Patriots are going to be 2-0. and oh. And the Seahawks are going to fall to one and one. I think the Seahawks down the road are going to be one of the contenders in the NFC. For sure. Uh, same with the Patriots. This could be a Super Bowl preview. Who knows? Who knows? But I agree with you that people are going to start taking the Patriots offense seriously after this game. And I'm also, and I'm kind of a little pissed about that because I kind of wanted to like fly under the radar and silently go. But, 16 yeah, I guess. Now. Yeah. I wanted for like to go 16-0, and 0, and then when we do, everyone's like, wait, they're 16-0? and 0? One of those things? But I think that once we beat a team like the Seahawks, people are going to start paying attention to Cam Newton. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. I, I think we can't go against the Patriots, though. We just can't. No, we can't. We, yeah. we never have gone against a Boston sports team here, ever. Even today, I went with B.C., and it worked. But, I mean, I don't know. I went with B.C., Which I'm sure you hate, but.
1: Yeah, screw BC, bro. Yeah, BU football all the way, for sure. (laughs) Undefeated since like 1994 or something. That's a funny joke.
0: I was just looking at the NFL standings. I think it's laughable that the leaders in the NFC East are Washington football team. (laughs) Yeah, no one else won a game because they were all playing outside of the division other than the the Eagles. And in the NFC West, everybody won a game except for the Rams. (laughs) I mean, not the Rams. 49ers. Except for the 49ers. I wish the Rams lost. I hate the Rams uniforms. Have I mentioned that? (laughs) Maybe a few times. They look like... uh, They look like construction paper. Do you remember construction paper?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a throwback. Who doesn't remember construction paper? It looked like gray construction paper. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Those are our picks. Yeah. I feel like we kind of – this this was a grind of an episode. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think it's partially because I'm so exhausted. Like, we spent half as much time on this Skype call as I slept last night. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I think – I
0: think we also had more time to go into it, too, because it's Saturday night. Like, we're not going anywhere. I was I had plans, but they fell through. So, uh, well, no, I fell them through. So uh, (laughs) I I, whatever it is, I forced them to fall through. So, uh, yeah, I think the the fact that we just like had more time to talk about it is why the episode went a little bit longer than last week, because last week we were doing it couple hours before the game started which was fun to wake up and do it we'll definitely do that again but i'm glad that we got the opportunity to get our picks out the night before well by the time i edit the episode it'll be the morning of that i'm that i'm that kid i'm that guy who's gonna be like remember that podcast we recorded last night and i'll tell you that and like at 1201 yep i'm that kid at the sleepover i'm that kid sue me i don't know but yeah i'm hoping that our picks i mean we agreed on like almost everything no, we
1: only is, we only disagreed on like two picks. We disagreed on Eagles, Panthers.
0: Eagles, Panthers and That's it. Yeah, Eagles and Panthers.
1: I mean, that's what happens when 10 of the 16 games or crap games. Yeah.
0: Tomorrow's that tomorrow will be a good fantasy day because it's going to be a great fantasy day for new England fans, especially because the Patriots don't play during like primetime fantasy hour. Right. So I can sit on my couch, throw on NFL red zone and just watch like the, the highlight plays. That's what tomorrow sure. will be good for. That'll be a good fantasy day. It won't be a good necessarily like, Oh, this game's good. uh. But yeah, tomorrow will be a good fantasy day. That's how that's how I'm going to look at it. I'm hoping best of luck to you on your picks. I'm hoping that your are uh, that your record improves. You're sitting at a cool 500 and I'm sitting at a cool 750. So we'll see what our records are at the end of tomorrow. And we'll make a recap podcast at some point this week. And I'll post the recap of our scores as well of our picks and our records as well tomorrow night. But. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 42 of the review. Here's what's on the lookout for this coming week. TBR tour episode one, the league episode one, this podcast, TBR game day live next weekend on Saturday. And that's about it. So, Oh, 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 and my live streams. No, no one, not a lot of people know other than the people who have been like a lot of people who have been watching them, but not like the TBR people know that I've been live streaming every night on our Twitch playing NCAA football 14 tune in either tomorrow or Monday. It's the end of season one. I'm making my decision on where to take my talents next as a head coach. Uh, I'm the coach of UCF right now, but I am probably leaving. So if you made it this far in the podcast, then you have inside information that I am leaving UCF. So tune in for my decision. That will be on the YouTube and on Twitch. But yeah, that, that's all I've got to say. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 42. Roll the album. I treat my hoes like an option. If she's talking and get out of pocket. I'm living life like a rock star pulling up stretch limousines. So look at me that cost a fee. The double C's all on my feet talking about it, yeah.